This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 202. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we've got Kim Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. You're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Pretty good. And what movie did we have you watch this week? The Time Traveler's Wife. <laughs> the Time Traveler's Wife picked this in honor of the Divergent series Allegiant coming out this week. This is from 2009. It's directed by Robert Schwenke. That's the same guy that did uh, the Divergent movie, if you were wondering. Ah. I have a synopsis here. A romantic drama about a Chicago librarian with a gene that... <laughs> a gene? That causes him to involuntarily time travel and the complications it creates for his marriage. Yikes. This stars Eric Bannon, Rachel McAdams. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the time traveler's wife? Well, I need to say, I think I'm done liking any sort of time traveling movie at all. Off a time travel completely, okay. Butterfly effect. I think I've done with that from my childhood. So this this movie ruined time traveling. Yes. (laughs) Accomplished something with this show. In the very beginning, Eric Bana is six years old, I think, or five. And he's in the car with his mom. And all of a sudden, uh, Tractor's really comes at their car. And hits it and kills his mom. And somehow he escapes the car by inadvertently time traveling. So he shifted out the car and he stayed alive. So it fast forwards to a long time in the future, like probably 30, 35 years, and, or 20 or 25 years. And he meets a very young Rachel Mike Adams, and they like uh, he get to get a list of when he time travels and sees her, so that she can always have clothes for him because when he time travels, he ends up being naked all the time. Like his clothes never go with So they they're in love and they've been in love and even though technically they've never met and one day they do meet Alibur and fall in love or realize their love and decide to get married. Well as soon as they get married, well, not as soon as, but shortly after they get married, um, it's Christmas last year, and she's all excited about it. Well, one day he just inadvertently time travels, and he's gone for two weeks, so she is a angry, and they. They're trying to have kids to plug up the hole. 
Um... <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's pause that. They're trying to have kids to plug up the hole? The, the hole in their marriage. Oh. Like, they're using the kid as excuse to be a bank on the other. And they realize that most of the time when she's pregnant, at some point, the baby time travels out of her womb, and <laughs> it's never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> I just had the funniest image in my head of a of a, an unborn fetus like time traveling, yeah, and ending up somewhere ridiculous. It like ends up in someone's soup, just just sitting there, just an <laughs> unborn fetus. So, they try one more time. Wait, do all the fetuses? All the <laughs> that's what happens. She just keeps getting pregnant, and the fetuses time travel. Like two or three times, and supposedly every time she miscarried because the baby time travels before. It's actually more. So that means that there's there's at least three different. <laughs> years in which there is a, like a big nationwide story of just an unborn fetus <laughs> popping up somewhere in the country just completely unharmed just okay. there what happens if it was in the middle of the woods then no one would there'd be a baby but you would yeah well i mean i could see that but you I mean, you have three three instances of this so you you gotta imagine that at least one of those times it popped up somewhere where people were around. Yeah, just like in the middle of Mall America or something. <laughs> just apparently, they're fucking packed. Some apparently they just threw it away in a dumpster on that, and just pops up on like a Vans display or something. <laughs> Vans off the wall. Just <laughs> like. And this, when he says, when he first tells her about being a time traveler, she's cool with it. And then he tells her her best friend and her best friend's husband. And they're cool. They're immediately, they act like everything is normal. So they don't think he's crazy or anything. All the time. Do they ask for proof? Yeah, which shape or form? Or they just they just buy in. They, they're just on board right off the bat. Question they, they pretty much are because that they call me off guard a little bit. Like I didn't understand why they just like they don't know what's happening, but they're immediately just like, okay, that's cool, whatever. So even though that she buys in immediately doesn't ask any questions she's just like oh cool you're a time traveler sweet and she knows right that he can't control it correct but she still gets pissed off at him for just time traveling for two weeks correct that's messed up you got into this situation so the last time she is pregnant uh she has a child and it's born and he time travels into the future and meets his daughter, an older version of his daughter. And she tells him that she, that he's going to die 
within the next year. So he airborne lifetime travels in the middle of a forest and it's snowing and apparently Rachel McAdams' dad was a hunter and is trying to shoot an elk and shoots him by accident. So after he shot, then he inadvertently laid on travels backwards and back to prison day. And of course he's naked and he's got a bullet hole in him. And he just falls down and uh, with all of his family surrounded. Well, how did he end up with it? Is it? Are the places that he time travels to random, or is it the same spot where he time traveled from? So he when when he tells her to bring him close, he gets a list from her future herself to bring clothes on these certain days. Oh, okay. So that tells me they're all the same spot. But um, I just I don't. Yeah, that's why I hate these. Yeah, the the logic in this one seems a little off, and we'll we'll get into that in a second. So he, so his family surrounding him. Somehow he dies, and then what happens? And then, like five or six years in the future, his past self travels to the future. And meets his daughter and Rachel McAdams. And it's like, all right, well, I can't stick around. I have to go. That's <laughs> in the There's like a love speech. And that's it. He leaves. So it sounds like there's like a version of him. Like every, every year, like there's a one-year-old version of him, two-year-old version of him. 32 year old version of him just existing like in so many different places. Yeah, yes. And that's part of what confused me. Yeah, trying to like time travel logic in and of itself is really, it's like inherently perplexing. It's like a paradox. Like you, you just, there's no way to wrap your head around it. But when you, when you wrap it around this kind of like hook, this, this gimmick of, him randomly time traveling it makes it even more complicated because it's like what are the rules of this you know it adds additional rules to the whole time travel thing so it's like when he time travels is he is he the same age is he always going to be like so if he time travels when he's six and he goes 20 years into the future is he still six and just in that time or does he get older when he time travels he's older so his age changes but, too. But then when he goes back to her at certain points, he's the same age. See, it doesn't make sense. Like, because if he's the same age, or if he <laughs> if he ages as he's time traveling, it would make a little bit more sense because then you could kind of frame it like it's his mind, it's his consciousness that is traveling through time to these different areas, and he's just living his life randomly out of order yeah really uh getting drunk makes him do this he says a few times that he tried to get drunk but nothing worked 
But then other times he does rake in the trap. Well, he's drinking and time traveling at the same time? That's a recipe for disaster. <sighs> Man, yeah, and you're going to show up naked in places? That's not good. Hit, that is not good. Did they ever show him getting arrested for like indecent exposure? Yes. Nice. He does? <laughs> no, no, it's on these bringing the place uh, still close. Hey, it's gone down there. <laughs> That's funny. So my question is, because it sounds like he does a lot of time traveling. Like he's just happening, just skipping all over the place. He's all all the time. He can't control it. He's gone for like two weeks, something like that. But it also says that he's a Chicago librarian. How the fuck do you keep a job? Uh, I don't know. That's what I want to know. You can't just fucking disappear for two weeks and the library of Chicago is just like, oh, that's cool. Well, also, if he's always present, so if he's just, so if it skips, if he time travels like 10 years into the future, presumably he would still be, there would still be a version of him in the present, right? Correct. So where the hell was he during those two weeks? I... Oh, this is all fucking ruse. I think uh, this movie's uh, stick is to confuse the hell out of people and just roll with it. Yeah, it sounds like there's like a lot it of. Like, like, well, it sounds like he's got something else going on. He's got and something he's on just, the side. Yeah, he's just, he's not he's, time traveling at all. He's just saying that he's time traveling and he's living two bullshit. lives. This is all bullshit. He's got a second family. That's what it is. We just cracked the code. The best part about this was the little girl that plays Rachel McAdams when she's little looks like a spinning image of her. Not really. It's it's really weird. Does he travel back in time when she's little and meets up with her? Like after they've already been married? Apparently they... When they first meet in this library, apparently she's known him and been obsessing about her, but he has no idea who she is because he time traveled and met her when she was like five. So she remembers him, but he didn't remember Because that would be kind of weird after they have already been married and, like, trying to have a kid and all of this stuff, and then he inexplicably time travels back to when she's, like, 13. Because, yeah, you know, it's like, that's your wife. It'd just be weird. But when he, when he meets her, when she's little, he looks pretty much the same age as when they get married. Like, I, I would think it would be weird... If you were like a 35-year-old man and you met the girl you were going to marry, but you met her when she was like, but it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's a bit weird. So has did he ever run into himself? No. Wait. Yes. There, there's a scene or two, two of him. Hmm. But they act like that's all normal, though. Yeah, so it's really not him. So there really is, like, multiple versions of him for whatever time period. Are any of those versions interesting? No. 
So what'd you think um, of the what'd you think of this movie overall? Fucking not cool, man. <laughs> not cool at all. Did it bend your brain all up? Get it all twisty? Well, I was like trying to figure out what the fuck was that. Hey. Hmm. And then I read the wake it over again last after watching and today. And I still have no clue what uh, may have bonded by the fact that it was romantic. I don't want to call it, call it but a romantic time traveling. <laughs> Did you at least learn about love, Ryan? Um, yeah, that's cool to bang like five year old girls. <laughs> what? That is not the takeaway message from this film. That's the message that they were going for. Yeah, but that's a message they put out there. Are you sure? (laughs) Was that like the tagline? I got from it. Like every time I saw him, I was like thinking to myself, "Man, this is really fucking creepy." You're talking to the girl. Does he ever ever spend time with his wife in, like, the present? Or is it always just different versions of her? No, there's a little bit of present. I just wonder why you would get into that, like, that relationship, you know, if you know those stipulations going in. Because, and that's what I was wondering. Because she was infatuated with him. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, but you never know when this guy's just going to up and disappear and go back to, like, 1987. Well, I want to know what what did he do to make a five-year-old girl so infatuated with him that she, like, exactly. tries to fall in or she falls in love with him when she's five and then, like, sticks with that until she's 30? I mean that's crazy. I can't even remember. I can't even remember anyone that. And, and it sounds like he was just like a random dude too. So like, wh- in what world does that happen? And um, I just I don't. Uh, it all confused me. Well, it sounds like there's all kinds of plot holes and logic issues with this one. I think if you're gonna make a time travel movie, you just the bare essentials just make it well i think it's just messed up that he keeps going back to like prior versions of her just stay away from her i think it's really odd that he can't go back and prevent his mom from dying or prevent himself he knows he's gonna get shot what i just you know maybe his powers don't work around the right and I get shot. It'd be really confusing. I was thinking about this, and like, if I were to suddenly go back in time to when I was like thirteen or something, you know, when when we were in middle school, and like I'd wake up, and you know, like my parents would be getting me up for school, I'd be so confused. Well, hell yeah. I'd be like, wait a minute, what? Like, I would forget what classes I, I'm. That's a nightmare that I occasionally have, where it's the first day of school, and I don't know. <laughs> How to get to my classes. <laughs> See, that's not a nightmare because that actually happened like, every year in school for me. <laughs> I actually just completely didn't go to a class because I didn't know where it was. <laughs> I feel like I've done that before too, actually. <laughs> Are you trying to 
You try to find it for like ten minutes, and then you realize that you're never you're never gonna make it. So you just say, "Oh, well, fuck it. I'll just hang out in the bathroom for forty five minutes." I just I like the idea of just like this whole time traveling, like just being in the middle of things and then time traveling. You know what I mean? Like just like normal things. Like he's mowing the grass, and he has it like halfway done. And then he just time travels, and she looks out the window, and she's like, "God yeah, damn it." She's like, yeah, finish this shit again. <laughs> oh, good. I, I don't it's know. Terrible. I, I think it'd be a. F- it would be. I think that this is a good idea for a comedy. I think it'd be- well, what, yeah. Like, what happens if he's if he's driving to work? Say he has like a forty five minute. Yeah, commute. that's actually a really good point. He's, you know, he's like twenty minutes into the drive, and he just fucking time travel. Like, what happens to his crawl at that point in time? Oh, uh, it's destroyed, and it probably kills a whole bunch of people. <laughs> you got an unmanned crawlers. Calls it accidents. And unborn fetuses just showing up. Fetuses just dropping out of the sky. Oh my goodness. So a weird world to live in. Yeah. Comparing this to other time travel movies, Ryan, where does this where does this land? Is it at the bottom? As far as I'm concerned, they're all at the bottom. Wow. (laughs) He's he is serious. Even butterfly effect, your favorite movie ever. Well, I haven't seen that movie for like 15, 20 years. So not only has this movie ruined time travel movies for you going forward, it has also retroactively it's gone. ruined. Yeah, you, you might say that it's gone back in time and <laughs> ruined his memories. Right. <laughs> Holy time shit. travel fucked everything up. Was wow. it, it? You and I saw Predestination at South by Southwest yeah. a couple years ago. That was uh that was def that was kind of a romantic time travel movie of sorts that was definitely a different a different one if i remember correctly you kind of liked that one yeah i'm that i really hate it now <laughs> well yeah i guess not anymore because I, can, I can follow the logic a lot easier yeah predestination was a little bit more it was a m- more simple concept it was still complicated but it was easier to wrap your head around it that's that's one that stuck with me actually. I don't know what my review was on that one, but thinking about it now, it's like I kind of want to rewatch that because it was just such a crazy movie. I might have to check that one out though. Yeah, the the twists in it are really like I I knew what was going on pretty early on just because I, I think that they kind of telegraph it, and I wish they would have done a better job of hiding the twists, but. It's still a crazy concept. Yeah. But yeah, Ethan Hawke, check it out, Predestination. I'm guessing that it's going to be be a lot more enjoyable than The Time Traveler's Wife. We also, yeah. Ryan, we also saw that one, I think it might have been the same year that we saw that, uh, I think it was an Australian one that was, that was also a romance. Uh... I can't even remember the name of it. About the guy who was trying to get back his girlfriend, so he created a time machine, but it, he, like, screwed everything up, and it just kept getting worse and worse, and there were, like, multiple copies of him trying to win back that, his girlfriend. That is hilarious. <laughs> What's that movie called? I can't remember the name of it. It was, it was... I remember re- we met the director. Did we? I don't remember that. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting, though. No, I don't think it ever came out. Well, we ain't no fucking... Chicken fingers and milkshake. Okay. Milkshake from the elementary pen. Uh, this is quite a little plug. All right, so this 
has ruined your your experience with time travel movies, and you hate all time travel movies now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what's your what's your take on time travel movies, Kevin? I'm okay with time travel movies, I guess. Not not you don't think they're worn out? You're not sick of them? Um, I I might be if I watched all of them, <laughs> but I mostly just a lot of them I just don't watch really. But it's not really because I'm like uh, trying to avoid them. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I like uh, I like a good time travel movie. I was a big fan of Looper when that came out. Huge fan of Looper. Say, what do you mean, fan Looper? Yeah, it was a huge fan. You were all over that shit. Yeah, it was. I like that one too, though. That was a good one. That was a, that was a good one. Ryan, did what was your take on Looper? Ryan, did you see Looper? No. What? Maybe that's what you should do. Maybe you should watch Looper. What? And and get some get some of the uh you know the 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 mojo back for your love of time travel movies or your tolerance uh, your tolerance for time travel movies yeah I don't know if there's not mojo in the world to make that happen. come on now hmm. uh that movie was called the infinite man ah uh, yeah okay i know which one you're talking about yeah it was a good one okay. i gave it an 8 out of 10 probably got a festival bump but it was still good got that festival all right, let's talk about the director. Now, I know that we talked about him previously when the last Divergent movie came out, but you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do it again. So Robert Schwenke directed, um, in addition to The Time Traveler's Wife, he directed R.I.P.D., which we had you watch previously. Mm. <laughs> I like it when you can audibly hear him remember. <laughs> Oh god. Uh he also directed Red. He directed which I actually I actually liked the first Red. It was a fun little movie. He directed Flight Plan with Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. And Insurgent, which was the last divergent movie. Which is interesting because that one was just called Insurgent. But the new one's called The Divergent Series Allegiant Part 1. Damn. A lot of words up in there. Yeah. A lot of stupid words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I'll ask again, Ryan, just just to refresh the listeners. What what do you think about this director? He's... Okay, I guess. Well, you hated Flight Plan. You hated R.I.P.D. You hated The Time Traveler's Wife. Was Red so good I'm, that it offsets I've that? Only, I've only seen parts of Red. Hmm. You gotta fix that up. Gotta take care of that. No, no, I don't think... You, at this point, no, I don't think he needs to take care of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Red. But I, I mean, you're so close, you might as well become a completist. You see, see all of his movies? See all of his, and then you can rank them. We'll have a special podcast. Ooh, retrospective? <laughs> I'll rank them all at fucking negative 12. A schwanky <laughs> retrospective? Exactly, man. Ooh. He's already got, like, 45% down. Yeah. Might as well take it to the end. See it through. <laughs> you could you go see uh, Tattoo, the, which was his first his feature debut. With two two police detectives 
uh, are investigating a ritualistic serial killer murdering people with tattoos and skinning them. Ooh. See, doesn't that sound good, Rob? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's just funny, because I wonder if when, when he was making that film, if he realized, like, years going down the road, I'm going to make the time traveler's wife. What about this one? His, uh, the movie that he made in 2003 was called the family jewels. And it's about a guy who, um, gets cancer and loses his wiener. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that noise he makes. <laughs> First of all, is a wiener taking out your family jewels? I thought testicles. Were. Yeah, testicles. Well, yeah. Jewels. Well, maybe maybe that's what he does lose. He loses both. I don't know. I didn't see the that's, movie. That's some. That's some harsh cancer. Just from what I was reading here, it just says he loses a very personal part of his body and decides he wants it back. To me, that doesn't say that doesn't say testicle. Like, I mean, maybe that is what it's referring to, but to me. When I read that, I think he lost his dick. It sounds like the life story of Lance Armstrong. Did it happen to win the Tour de France? Uh, doesn't say anything about winning any kind of bike races. Or cheating? No, no. I don't see any kind of doping <laughs> scandals here. Did you check the plot keywords? Because uh, that's where you'll find it. Okay, that's, well, let's... That's where it'll pop up. Let me see if there are any. It might also say missing dick uh, or testicles. It does say testicles. It says testicular cancer, one word mm-hmm. title, tragic love. Uh, let's see what else. Sex at work. Okay. All right. Uh, nothing else interesting. Mercedes Benz. Well, that's pretty pretty much summed up the entire movie. Yeah. Don't even need to see it. I can envision all of it just from those keywords. Uh, this other one says brother brother relationship. Yeah, now it's getting weird. <laughs> Uh, I don't know weird. if that means sexual relationship. Probably just regular familial relationship. Hmm. All right, so you're you're a little wishy-washy on Robert Schwenke's work. Let's go ahead and give you your drum roll on this thing. Ryan, what do you give the time traveler's wife? One. Oh. I feel like you've been bla- mm. blasting out a good number of ones recently. Yeah, all the maze of one train and layer. Fucking terrible. Then we know we've been doing a good job over here. Can we can we get lower? Can I start giving out negative numbers? Sure, why not? It's our show. We can it's, do what we want. Well, in all honesty, it's your show. You you, you kind of have control. I I, of... I would definitely be okay with you giving out negatives. I remember you were you were having issues with giving zeros because they you couldn't represent them on letterbox. Correct. So you're not going to be able to represent negatives on Letterboxd, well, you? Then that just means people have to listen and find out what I actually gave it. You can do is just leave the rating, the star rating blank, and then in the review, just act like you're writing a review and just put the number in the review, like minus one out of ten or whatever. Yeah. I could do that. I doubt the Catwoman, I believe. Yeah, just... and the layer of the cable guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I forgot that we had you watch that one. 
Did we have you watch that one? Was that one that we gave you? No, I watched that. Oh my! Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you watched. I don't remember giving you one of those. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so now you saw the was it the first Divergent that you saw? I I I don't. Are they? What are they? Divergent. Divergent, Insurgent, and then the third one, I think. I think we're on the third one. Really? Three of these already. I see it. I can't No, I'm pretty sure you saw the first one. I'm pretty sure we gave you the first one. Now, after seeing the first one, do you have any desire to see the third one? If I see the second one, yes. Okay, so does that mean you're going to seek out and watch the second one? Possibly. Oh, okay. So you were... Because if I remember correctly, I liked the first one. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, th- I think his memory's been scrambled by the time-traveling movies. It's that one and Maze Runner. Well, I remember it's... you were okay with the Maze Runner. Yeah. Yeah. My two team movies that I was alright with. Yeah, because I remember, I don't know if it was on the Maze Runner review, that we discovered that you've been okay with all of these young adult movies that we've been giving you. Yes. Uh, let's take a look and see what you gave Divergent. I think, yeah, you gave it a 2 on Letterboxd. Uh, so that's like, that. It's about a 4 out of 10. So, yeah, you, you're, you're okay with that one, it seems. Yeah. A 4 is pretty high. On the <laughs> Ryan watches movie scale, interesting. So you might you might actually continue with this series. It seems it seems like a completely ridiculous series to me. What else? It seems like have you ever really noticed or heard anyone talk about this series? And I know not really. And I know that the last one got abysmal reviews. But like I I'm, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone discussing or really talking about these movies. In any way, shape, or form. I think because people realize that they're stupid and ridiculous. I just, I don't know. Not. I will never see any of these Divergent movies. I watched The Maze Runner because that one had at least somewhat of an interesting concept. And I was okay with The Maze Runner. It wasn't that horrible. But this one, I I don't think I can do it. This one just seems like it's, it seems almost exactly like The Hunger Games to me. A little bit. Which, which again, that series completely lost me as well. So, all right, Ryan, any final thoughts on The Time Traveler's Wife or the Divergent movies? Stupid. All around stupid? Yeah. I mean, uh, how's Eric Bana? Is he good? Uh, creepy. Oh, he's creepy? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And please take a minute to look, take a look at our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash filmpulse is the address. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. We appreciate that so very much. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you next week. See you later.